Welcome to the Manifest Podcast, your weekly dose of manifestation inspiration. I'm your host, Sarah Prout. I'm a best-selling author, manifestation expert, creative entrepreneur, and mother of four. My mission is to help you manifest the life and business of your dreams, and I am truly honored to have a global movement of manifestation inspiration that has touched millions of people in over 170 countries around the world. Each episode is designed to remind you that you have the power to create your own reality and manifest your dreams when you connect with the energy of the universe. So join me every week as we dive deep into the world of manifestation and unlock the power within you to manifest the life you have always wanted. Are you ready? Let's start manifesting. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello there and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my intuition, (laughs) as it usually is, because I don't script these things. I rarely plan them. And when the inspiration strikes, I show up behind the microphone because I know that it's really important for me to press record for whatever transmission is coming through at whatever time of day. Sometimes I've even gotten up like in the middle of the night and thought, oh my gosh, I wish I wouldn't wake up my kids, you know, by by recording a podcast, but this message needs to be here now. And sometimes I just scribble down notes or, you know, pause, but quite often it doesn't have that same level of authentic edge that it needs to. So today, and I just posted over on Facebook, just a simple statement that said, there is a high cost of not speaking your truth. And so I wanted that to be the theme of today's episode because it's the truth. (laughs) There is a high cost when it comes to not embodying your truth, not living your values, not offering your gifts and your wisdom from a space of true integrity. And so I find myself in these situations where I have this message to share And it hasn't quite anchored itself into my own life and my own practice. And of course, my truth, you know me, (laughs) I do, I do share as much as I can from a space of vulnerability and authenticity, but there is a piece missing and something that I've noticed I really need to step into with my work. And I'll be making more posts about this in the upcoming weeks until I'm absolutely ready that this is the pivot that I want to start sharing manifestation from. So you're going to be here first, hearing a glimpse of what's to come. So the best way to explain this is that with any business, stagnation can happen, that you can be, you know, plateauing in your business, plateauing with your work. You don't see the same kind of growth that you might've seen in earlier days when you were really fired up and fueled by inspiration. Now, for me, with the growth of the podcast, last year I took a little detour because I signed a contract with a podcast producer and then I was bound by, you must release episodes on this day. And that just didn't work for me. 
And I wasn't willing to embody my own truth that when I create, I need it to be a solid transmission of inspiration and then dissemination. It needs to happen. And then if the window passes, then I kind of lose interest. And it's like, it doesn't have the same potency that it does when and if I strike while that iron is hot. So when it comes to my life, how I live my values, how I raise my children, the beliefs that I hold and that I share in our household, I tend to keep that fairly private because some of it is a little controversial, right? There is a big landscape out there in the world right now of right and wrong. And there doesn't seem to be a lot of space for going against the mainstream narrative. What I can say today is that I have spent probably the last three years tiptoeing around certain subjects that I feel extremely passionate about. Now, if you're hearing me right now and this is in your ears and you're like, oh, what does she mean? Is she, you know, like, I'm going to let you theorize and make assumptions right now. That's cool. <laughs> um, there is nothing that I hold as a belief that is harmful to other humans. There is nothing that I hold as a belief that isn't from a space of love, of unity, of acceptance, of oneness. I want to say that, right? So I want to remind you as well that you are entitled to have your own opinions and beliefs about things, right? There is no shooting here. So if you're a person that gets on social media and you shame and blame other people for not behaving in the way that you want them to or not believing in the same things, even if it's like the most horrific stuff. My role as a manifestation teacher is to tell you to steer clear of that. Do not give your en energy and your power over to other people in that way because it's a projection. And if the goal is truly love and oneness, then we need to start embodying that unified paradigm. And so when it comes to the high cost of not speaking your truth, I'm not talking about that, you know, like uh, my business is, you know, going down the toilet because I haven't spoken my truth. It just means I need to dial up a little bit more of my personality in my brand. I've been studying a lot. I've been reading a lot on this subject. I've been kind of hiding because there is there's a lot of judgment online and I'm actually doing the exact opposite of what in my early days was truly the foundation of my success. I was saying that to my husband this morning, like back in the days on Twitter, back in like 2000, and, I think it was eight, early 2008, you know, I was uh, seen as like one of the leading edge social media experts because I was taking risks. You know, I was um, featured in the Australian Financial Review for being one of the top influencers in Australia because I was doing things like selling advertising space on my forehead on eBay in an auction. And, you know, there were all these other things that were quite novel back then of, um, breaking through the noise. And of course, to be fair, there wasn't as much noise on social media as there is now. And so I was really, you know, dancing to the beat of my own drum. And now I find myself in a very overcrowded industry where there are so many people that are so-called manifestation teachers or life coaches or human design experts or whatever it is. And that's, that's cool, right? That's the nature of the game. We live in this society right now where you can pretty much have online overnight experts that just kind of put a brand together, put a sales page, a web page, a bio, and everything's hunky-dory, right? When they haven't really put in the years of hard work to 
really truly be qualified to embody the principles that they're teaching. And I mean, I've been, I've got a lot of skin in this game and I've been in this game a long time. And I know that there are seasons for businesses. There are seasons when as a brand, you're going to step out and you're going to be more visible where there are other pathways in your business where you might feel like retreating and hiding and incubating. And a lot of people, especially those going through a spiritual awakening, which is something I'm going to be talking a lot more about in the upcoming months and hosting online meditations and that kind of thing and new iterations of offerings that I have that I'm so excited to share with you. It's really important for me that I have communicated this to you guys, my community, that I have done the inner work required to step forward into the light and lead the path forward. Because we need this right now more than ever, because in society, we are being programmed what to think, how to feel, what to do, when to do it, how to shrink, how to expand, you know, all these kind of things where it just seems like there are these waves of trends that people hop on, they ride the wave and they're not sure why they're riding the wave. And this is what I'm interested in exploring. The fact that there is so much juicy truth that is ignored because it's easier to just go with the crowd than it is to stop and look around, look at the data and ask questions about certain things. Again, I'm not not going to dive into this in in depth right now, but as you can hear from my voice, I'm really excited to delve into the intricacies of this topic. And so in a relationship capacity, and I mean, I have, I've been, as you guys know, I was married for 10 years in my first marriage and I've been married now for 10 years in my second marriage. So like it's a huge body of experience of how to show up in a relationship and build skills of communication. And one of the key pieces that we were told by our mentors, Sean and I, is to tell the truth faster. So if you've got something that's like on your heart, that's weighing heavy, that is impacting your well-being, or you've got something to say, tell the truth faster because there's this thing that happens when you incubate information that it can get distorted and it can warp and then it can get explosive. And if I know anything about the universe, which I hope I do, hope I know a thing or two about the universe, is that sometimes, and I said this on my mastermind call the other day, the knocking will get louder, the lesson will get bigger, from the universe until you speak your truth. And this can manifest in a variety of different ways as well. Like you can find yourself getting quite ill if you don't honor your heart, your nervous system, your body, mind, spirit complex. I've seen this happen. I've experienced it firsthand. And one of the reasons why I have hidden a little bit more than I would like to in my business and even in my life over the last few years, is because I was dealing with debilitating migraines that I didn't know whether or not they would hit, you know, from one day to the next. I could feel the triggers, I could feel the onset, and sometimes it was like the train was already out of the station and I knew that the migraine was coming. I actually just recorded an episode about that, so if you'd like to go back and listen to that, there's also a Substack article. Uh, and if you are not following me on Substack, you can go to sarahprout.substack.com. And that is my Manifest with Sarah Prout publication. And I'm going to be sharing so much more on there from more of an intuitive vantage point because this is my wheelhouse. This is how I can help to serve you in your own life and remind you that you have these incredible powers that need to be honed. 
and one of the most incredible powers that you have in your toolbox of spiritual faculty is your voice, is your thoughts, is your opinions. And so your throat chakra is so important. And I, I talked a lot about this at the beginning of the year when I was promoting one of my programs. I think it was called Soul Writer. And I remember writing this article about this. I probably recorded an episode as well. And it was it was about how we second guess ourselves and self-sabotage and we don't use our voices as the powerful creation tool that they are. Your voice is incredibly powerful. This is why I love Florence Scovel Shin and I, I know that there are so many of you out there that have read The Game of Life and How to Play It, but there's another book that she wrote called Your Word is Your Wand. I actually titled chapter two of my book, Be the Love, after that book, Your Word is Your Wand. And it talks about how from a, a quantum perspective, every word that you speak is an action item for the universe to respond to. It's like a directive, a set of coordinates where the universe goes, okay, your vibrational set point is there right now. I am going to construct your reality around you based on your words. And so what do you think happens if you are suppressing your truth? What do you think happens? It internalizes, it creates discord and disharmony. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to, let's just say, um, you know, hide your sexuality. That to me would be so, you know, like soul crushing because you can't express yourself in the way that you need to be experienced, right? As a human being that's entitled to love whoever you want to love. That's my belief. I believe that love is love, right? This isn't a, a debate about gender or sexuality or gender equality or anything like that. This is about me believing that love is love. And so imagine if you had to swallow that truth and not express that to anybody. It's actually very sad that there wouldn't be people that would fully accept their loved ones, their friends, their families, if they differed from whatever restrictive opinion it is, rather than just opening up to the framework of love and saying, you know what, I love and accept you no matter what. Unconditional love. And so that's just, that's just one example. Another example is in relationships when you are dealing with somebody's behavior that you feel is unfair or unacceptable and you tolerate it. And I, you know, am reluctant to hark back to when I used to watch Dr. Phil when I was a, a housewife back in, not that there's anything wrong with that, uh, when I was looking after my two oldest kids when I was a housewife back in like 2006, 2007, I used to do all the housework get the kids to school or one of the kids to school, put the baby down for a nap. And then I turn on Dr. Phil and, and eat my lunch. And he would say, people treat you how you let them. That really anchored in to my psyche when I was in a really dysfunctional marriage and I was, you know, constantly plotting my escape. People treat you how you let them. And so if you are constantly and consistently letting somebody treat you in a less desirable way than you know that you deserve, you are not speaking your truth. Now, I'm not advocating that everybody just goes out there and unapologetically blurts out whatever they're feeling or thinking in any given moment, because I don't agree with that. I think that that's a really, um, I think that that lacks compassion 
and it lacks uh, creativity and self-control. Like we need to have impulse control when it comes to planning these conversations. And sometimes there is no perfect time to have them, but it is something that you've bookmarked in your mind to have a conversation about. So for instance, I'm just gonna use another, oh, what can I say? Um, I'm trying to think of something that's not gonna throw my husband Sean under the bus. <laughs> Like just something hypothetical. Now, Sean doesn't do this, but let's just say he did. Let's just say that he didn't put the toilet seat down after he used it. Lifts up the lid, doesn't put the lid down. Gross, right? Uh, or in my rule book anyway. But he he does do that. So if he is listening, I'm sure he's laughing his head off right now. But I see that every time I see it, I put the lid down and I feel that resentment rising within my heart. I feel like oh, why can't he do that? But it's on me because I haven't said anything else, right? I haven't said, hey, hey, love, would you mind putting down the toilet seat after you go? No biggie, right? You'd think. But the more we don't speak our truth as fast as we can, the more that energy builds up within our system and it can have a detrimental effect on our overall, overall well-being. So let's just say, and I know that we are post Thanksgiving here in the States right now, uh, a holiday that I still, like I still struggle with it because it's like, it, for me, I grew up having Christmas and it's like Christmas, but without the presents. So you have the same kind of food and then you feel really sleepy in the afternoon. You probably eat more than you need to. And then, you know, you're done. Um, so Thanksgiving, when the family come together, now we don't have any extended family here in New York. Uh, so it was just us. This was our first Prout Simpson Thanksgiving with just myself and the two kids rather than four kids, which was interesting. That's a story for another day. But there are people out there that have and host interesting dynamics when it comes to their family and what they can and can't say. So, you know, in, in terms of not bringing religion or politics to the dinner table, it seems like there are so many of you out there that are DMing me or you may have purchase like a Dear Universe journal and you're like, I really hope this journal helps me because I'm processing out, you know, a lot of the shoulds and expectations and ridiculous assumptions of my family members. Um, but let's just say that you hold a specific set of political beliefs and you have to suppress them. You know that you can't say anything to, you know, Uncle uh, Bob. <laughs> Bob's your uncle, right? Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob has said something that you really disagree with and you have to kind of keep a lid on it. And so this is where, and of course you can't change people's minds. I'm not saying that. It's not your role to make everybody believe what you do. I'm aware of that as well. However, there is a cost to not speaking your truth because what gives Uncle Bob the right? He's like going to sleep at night. He can sleep all the way through because he's not overthinking anything that he said that was wildly obnoxious or, you know, <laughs> inappropriate or, you know, controversial. He's not giving it a second thought, but you are, right? So what skills could you develop within your communication framework where it would give you the ability to stand your ground and not compromise who you are? I'm going to say that one again. What communication skills would you have to develop so that you can speak your truth and stand your ground and not compromise your own integrity system? Because we're human beings, we should all be able to. I mean, this is a, this is probably wishful thinking at this point, but we should all be able to enter into an intellectual discourse where it's a safe space for people 
but people get so nasty online if you disagree. They make huge assumptions. And I was reminded of this the other day because I just, on Facebook, I just made this post saying, what's your favorite holiday? You know, rainbows and unicorns, Sarah Brown. <laughs> um, and this woman, she, she wrote back and she listed out all of the holidays and how they have an evil history or satanic history. And, you know, like Santa and Satan and Valentine's Day and awful things that happen to kids and like a whole bunch of stuff that was like, whoa. And I wrote back, I actually played back with this one. Usually I just ignore it or my team handles it. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to play back with this one. And I wrote back, wow, you must be fun to invite to a party. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Sarah, I was second guessing myself. You're making light of this, which is fine. I'm allowed to do that. That's my space. You know, she's entering into my space. I'm allowed to respond. And then like she, she defended herself and she said, I am actually fun to have at a party. And I thought, okay, I'm sorry. You know, and, and then I thought, well, what's the validity behind that? Because a lot of us can talk a really, really good game, but can we back it up with stats and facts and actual references to where the information comes from? So believe it or not, and <laughs> if you've got small little ears, you might want to skip forward with this one. There is some pretty dastardly experiences and warped history behind the holidays that we celebrate. And I'm sure that's no surprise, but what is important is gathering together as a community, right? This is really, really important. <laughs> no matter what you celebrate, it's up to you to choose what you celebrate. Some people said that Halloween was their favorite holiday and then other people are like, that's the devil's day. What? opens up your heart space, what makes you feel alive and connected to other people and truly living your purpose. And don't let anybody tell you what or what you cannot celebrate. This is your life, your truth. Another example of this was the other day, again on Facebook, I feel like I'm referring to Facebook a lot, even though I don't like Facebook. There I said it. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> I have this constant, and I, you've probably heard me say this before, but I really don't enjoy leaf blowers. It is the fall here in New York right now. There are leaves everywhere, and those dudes out with their leaf blowers seem to be fighting a losing battle. There are more leaves than leaf blowers, and they cause a racket. Like, it is a serious frequency disruptor for me. It's really noisy, and it always seems like as I'm just about to record a podcast, there goes the... Thankfully, there's not one right now because it's like four o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday and my kids and Sean are out for the afternoon. So I thought I would take this opportunity to use this as an example. So I wrote, dear universe, may I manifest leaf blowers out of my reality. So be it. So it is a funny dear universe affirmation. No big deal, right? Or so you'd think. And some guy wrote, whoa, this is a bit out of your lane, don't you think? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he said, uh, because you're in the spiritual realm. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I've got to do a better job. And this is, this is the truth piece, right? I've got to do a better job at showing people that being authentic is spiritual, that maybe sometimes sharing the things that you don't like or that you find displeasing is still spiritual because if you were just rainbows and unicorns all the time, I said rainbows in a really weird way there, rainbows, rainbows, 
if you're rainbows and unicorns all the time, then you, you know, you're missing the point. We're not supposed to have happy, happy, joy, joy all the time. It's okay to have down days where you are unable to get out of bed or you're feeling anxious or you're crying. That's the way that your nervous system and your emotions regulate themselves through tears. So if you are suppressing your emotions, and if I'm a spiritual teacher telling you to suppress your emotions and not mention that you don't like leaf blowers, just in jest as a funny way to lighten the, lighten the mood, then what, what am I doing? What is my work in the world if I'm just keeping it all lighthearted rather than diving into the nitty gritty that I know is going to serve you? And so there is a really high cost to not speaking your truth. And I'm not talking about making regular posts on what you don't like or making it an energetic pattern of complaints. What I am saying is that you allow the spaciousness for all of you to show up in whatever capacity, in your professional life, in your relationships, in your friendships, in the way that you express yourself and that you don't censor yourself. Because here's the thing, we live in a world where most people, if they deviate from the mainstream agenda, are censored. Where highly intelligent, extremely well-trained, academically gifted journalists have had to ditch their profession that they have spent years, if not decades, working towards because of compromised levels of integrity. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's mind boggling to think that truth is actually quite a movable feast when it comes to especially the online landscape. And if you're reading the news, who knows what's true, what's not, what is the driving message? And I mean, as an American, I can't believe that I still, <laughs> I can't believe that I am now. It's like a, what? Okay. <laughs> When did that happen? Uh, as an American and witnessing the way that the news cycle and the media and the fixation with celebrity tends to operate, it seems that there is two choices that every person has at any point in their lives. And it's to take the path of peace, of self-acceptance, of radical self-acceptance and self-responsibility, or it's to believe that you're not good enough or that you will never have enough or that you are not worthy of manifesting and attracting the life that you want or there's not enough time or you're too old. All of these limiting beliefs are so reinforced. And once you see this, you can't unsee it. It's something you cannot unsee once you dive into the ways in which Somebody just decided that something was a trend and then most people followed suit, right? Look at parachute pants in the 90s or um, remember hypercolor t-shirts? Like you put your hand on the t-shirt and the heat from your hand would change the color of the fabric. Like there's been so many trends. I mean, that's probably a very poor example of what I'm trying to illustrate here. But who decided that, you know, women needed to get their bodies back after baby or a beach body or is it from a true space of wellness or is it from not feeling good enough and so this brings me back to how we treat ourselves is what tends to magnify and get amplified out into the world so if you were somebody that does not take responsibility for the way that you treat others online, maybe even talking behind other people's backs or being dramatic, then this is time, this is your warning to really get truthful with yourself. 
because of the hidden cost, the high cost of not embodying and speaking your truth, your version of what is right for you. So I'm going to leave you with that today. Um, I, I feel like that's it for now. So thank you so much for being here with me. If you found this episode valuable today, even though it feels like it's a little bit different than my usual format and the usual things that I have to say, if you found this helpful and you'd like to encourage more of me speaking like this about uh, the, the theme of truth and sovereignty and critical thinking and stepping outside of your comfort zone. If you like this, then please take a screenshot on your phone right now as you're listening to this. Go to Instagram, open up Instagram and tag me. Share this this episode and tag me at Sarah Prout. And I will give that a little heart and all of the energy that I put out there. I'm just so grateful for you guys and for this community and for the intention to share this information with as many people as is humanly possible. All right. Lots of love and bye for now. Oh, happy manifesting, by the way.